Welcome to this episode of the Growth Cast. It is me, Jackson Campbell, here again with Dallas Pruitt um, for another extended cut. Um, we're doing this episode um, a little bit earlier than we would usually record our extended cuts um, because Dallas has a family vacation coming up, so we're kind of we're kind of loading up on an the Jackson's old here. stomping grounds. Yes, he's going. He's going back to where I grew up. For yeah. sure. I'm, I'm, I'm Get a little sunshine. Yep. I'm excited to hear about the trip for sure. But instead of doing a weekly review today, we picked a topic. And it's a topic that Dallas picked, and it's something that he's been noticing, um, working with our students within the multifamily mindset, our new investors, and then just working with people um, throughout Dallas's lifetime. He's been a coach for multiple people. He's worked as a teacher. He's worked with, he's worked with multiple, multiple, multiple individuals and um, companies, very big companies, and, he, and he's noticed um, a trend, a trend about why people do the hard work that they do. Um, and we kind of wanted to dive into today. So this is a topic that Dallas wanted to talk about. And I'm actually really excited to talk about it because it's something that's been on my mind. I just didn't know how to articulate it. So it's all that's what that's what Dallas is good at, though, is articulating <laughs> these things and these thoughts. So Dallas, let's dive in, man. What is it exactly that you want to that you want to talk about today? Yeah, I think we're throwing the title out for today's extended cut is just hard work. Yeah. Okay. Right? Hard work. And and that's really what we should be striving for. I think a lot of people come into um come into our network with this idea in their head of, I want to get to this point. I want to get to this spot. And, and it's a result that they've crafted up. It's this vision of, of what their life looks like um, after being successful in an investing career, right? right? Growing wealth. And I think for a lot of people, I think it's, and I don't think it's bad. Like, I, I think it's important that I, point this out that I don't think it's bad either. Like, like I'm not saying that this is a sin. I think it's something that we've all fell victim to at some point in our life. And some of us are still stuck in that uh, mentality of, Oh, I want to do all this because I want to have this, this end result. I want to have this good life, right? Like the good life of, of a very result oriented. Like I'm doing this because I want to have time to do yeah. what I want. And I want to have yeah. this truck and I want to have this home and I want to have you know, I want to sit on the beach and drink my ties. I want to, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Like, I don't want to have to, you know, report to anybody on their, on their time frame, right? Like that's kind of the idea of entrepreneurship. Like I want to be an entrepreneur because it's super sexy to think that like I get to control my day and, and, and do what I want to do and feed my passion. Right. And, and I think that's, a, again, I'm, I'm not, I'm not downplaying anything here. I, I've, I've myself fell victim to certain mentalities um, as I started my journey in business and in entrepreneurship and this idea that like, man, I could, I can control my, I could control my day. That'd be sweet. But really what ends up happening is if you stay stuck in that mentality of very results-based thinking and, and creating this wrong picture, what I know now to be a wrong picture of what the good life is, right? It, it creates some problems and it also, <laughs> get you further and further away from falling in love with hard work, which is really like what we should all be striving to do is learn more and work hard so that we can learn more and sweat and bleed and, and really get dirty in the learning process. You know, you talked about teaching my career in teaching and, and there was this checklist item checklist mentality that would go on with students where it was like, I just needed to do what I needed to do to get the A. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that was the result they wanted was the A. Right. 
And the question I would pose is like, well, what good is that a a if you <coughs> didn't get anything out of that other than the result? Like, what did you learn from earning that a? How did that work help you and make you better? Are you really reflecting about that hard work yeah. that you put in to earn that a? Yeah. And and if so, like. It, it, it will be helping you. It will be making you better. And you'll realize that like all of the result came or the majority of that came from hard work. So hard work's awesome. Hard work's the thing we should be falling in love with because that's what produces. And so anyways, I, uh, I've got this little quote here that I pulled from it and I wanted yeah. to share it. Which Before is, you share that though, I yeah. just want to make sure, I just want to, I just kind of want to make sure that I'm understanding what you're saying here is People do the hard work to eventually exit it, right? You're saying that's that's yeah. the mentality that you're saying is people you do the hard perfectly work perfectly right there. People do the hard work up front so that they can exit the hard work when really in reality, the joys, the um, the victories come within that hard work. That's where and growth comes from. And the fulfillment should come from that hard work. So why not would necessarily you the exiting that hard work and doing whatever it is that you want to do. So why would you create an exit strategy that would excuse you from more growth? Like, why would yeah. you, right? Like, that's essentially right. what you're saying. And like, you put it beautifully. Say it one more time. <laughs> Say Let's that see if one I can remember. more time. Let's see if I remember how, how I said it. So what you're saying is that people want to do the hard work and work really, really hard so that eventually they can exit it and not have to work hard anymore. Yes. And that's what you're saying is wrong because- all of the joys and fulfillment and victories and, and, and things that we're looking for. Betterment, growth. And betterment, growth, the things that we learn and experience and become a better individual come within that hard work. So the minute you stop that hard work, it's almost like growth is being impeded and stopping as well. Exactly. Gotcha. Period. Gotcha. Mic drop. Okay. And that is the most important thing to come to a firm understanding as an individual, as you go in to tackle something like entrepreneurship and business and, and investing that I think is, is like one of the most important lessons that you yourself can learn and commit to mentally is a love for that. That should be like the overarching goal. That should be the biggest part of your goal and vision is through all of this, I want to become a better worker. I want to, I want to fall in love with working hard. I want to fall in love with doing, um, and becoming better and, and, and not because I want to exit that one day, but because I want to just continually build on that. And a great example of that, um, to kind of like paint a, a clearer picture of what we're talking about, uh, we is Tyler. And, yeah. and Tyler's just a good example because Tyler spends a lot of time on the growth cast with us and we get to work with Tyler. We're on the same team. We're all working together. You know, you could probably insert somebody else's name within our team, right? That's on the same boat. But like, just because Tyler's pretty commonly known amongst our audience, you know, Tyler, a, a lot of people know that Tyler lives in Hawaii. Yeah. Well, I think that some people have this, this uh, irrational or, or unreal perception of Tyler, yeah. which is, well, like he's out there and well, yeah, he's out there because like, dude, the life in Hawaii, like, man, slow paced, kick your feet up. You know, he, he's on the beach. He's doing these things. And dude, what does a day look like for Tyler Jackson? Like what, what is it? In the office bef by eight o'clock every day, he usually is here until after 5 p.m. every day when he's in town. Right. And I think 
just to kind of follow up on what you're saying, Dallas, I think there is a perception that people work really, really hard to get what they want, right? Tyler acquired all this property and now he lives in Maui. The perception may be that he kicks it on the beach every day with his family, that he does, you know what I mean? That he's not working a ton, but that's not the reality. Does Tyler spend time on the beach with his family? For sure. Has he worked really hard to gain the things that he has a hundred percent to be able to, to be able to benefit from those things is why you work so hard. Um, does he do those things for sure? But for people to think that that's all he does and that, that there's no hard work that's coming. And I don't know if that's what people think. I don't, I don't think that's yeah. necessarily what a lot of people think, but I can see a perception being made where, and, and Tyler is just an example, right? We can use, we could use other ultra wealthy people, right? We talk about before we even jumped on this podcast, Dallas and I were talking about Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, um, Mark Zuckerberg. These people are ultra wealthy, ultra, ultra wealthy. But what also do you also see them doing all the time? Working, trying to build their businesses, trying to do more, trying to create more and providing value, provide value for the people around them. Right. So it's, it's, it's this false narrative. Well, yeah, Elon Musk, he created Tesla. He's a billionaire, but you think he's done working? You think he's just kicking it and not doing anything? No. He's continuing to work, continuing to build and continuing to grow his wealth. So I think having that conversation with yourself, it's having that conversation with yourself of like, why am I truly doing this? Keep asking, why am I truly doing this? Why do I want to do this? And if the why is attached to a very results based idea or, or, you know, whatever, yeah. Like of the, of the house on the hill with the property and, the, and, and that's really the only part of the why then it's time to just do a little more work Yeah, because and it won't suffice. It won't also, suffice because you're not falling in love with the work and, right. and it also right. isn't bigger than just you, right? right? Like the, the why has to be bigger than you and it has to be tied into value. It has to be tied, tied into helping. It has to be tied into service. It has to be tied into creating value for others. It has to be bigger than you, you know, and that's you, you fall in love with work, with working hard and sweating blood tears. You fall in love with that stuff when your why is properly defined and it's bigger than you and it involves other people. And that could be your family. And I'd argue it's even bigger than that. Once you start properly defining it, it's everybody around you. It's everyone around you, right? You're living you're living outwardly, like you've, you're looking inwardly and then you're living outwardly for others. And that's what Elon Musk's of the world are doing. You know, that's what, that's what the Tyler Devereaux's are do. That's what I'm trying to do yeah, is live yeah. outwardly. That's what you're trying to do is live yeah. outwardly and help other people. Um, I've got this, you know, I, I wrote down a few things today that I wanted to share. And I think yeah. that this, this ties perfectly in dude, which is don't become passionate about your dream life, become passionate about working hard to create positive change. You know, there's that statement of like, do what you're passionate about and you'll never work another day in your life. Yeah. And again, false narratives. It's like, dude, do it. How about just become passionate about working hard? Like, how about become passionate about hard work and effort and just take that passion with you every single place you go and you'll be successful. You'll be successful. You'll figure it out. If you're passionate about hard work and you'll grow some passions along that path and it'll be awesome, but you don't need to follow that, that narrative of like, well, I've got to go create this, you know, my dream life. And it's like, dude, your dream life will come to fruition and it will look a little bit different probably than what you even imagined it prior before you 
fell in love with work. But once you fall in love with work, your dream life comes to fruition. That's like, it, you have to reverse engineer that thing. That's how it figures itself out. And you're an integral part in figuring that out, but it doesn't happen in that order. It doesn't happen in the order that's told us, oh, dream up your life. And then yeah, we got to go through that reflective process. We have to have an idea. We have to have, we have to set an aim, but like, then you have to get to work and then it starts to really take shape and form. And the more you fall in love with work and working hard and becoming better and the victories and all the things that come from it, right? That's how you surpass the dream. That's how you, that's how you get even bigger and better and beyond what you could have dreamt up by yourself without that love of hard work. You know, I, I think that's, and obviously I'm passionant about that. I'm like speaking oh, it's, it's, emotion right now, it's, but it's just it's super, good. it's a lesson that I, and I'm passionate about it because, you know, to be perfectly honest with you, that was me. Yeah. I was stuck in that trap. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm passionate about it because I know the negative that comes from results based or results oriented only type of thinking, right? Drafting that up and then just striving for it and, and being focused on that result and everything that lacks until you get there. A lot of unhappiness, a lot of ungratefulness, a lot of bitterness, a lot of irritation, yeah. a lot of frustration comes from results-based thinking only. And I have gotten so much better at results-based thinking or outcome-oriented thinking because I now am a process-oriented thinker and yeah. builder, you know? And, and it's just strengthened my relationship with the results or the lack thereof, depending on what's going on in yeah. my life. And I don't let those results define me. They're just part of the process, right? Yeah. And they help me, they help me gauge progress. They help me set standards. They help me you know, grow. Yeah. Like those yeah. things help me and I love them, but I now have a good relationship with those things. And it's because I shifted my mentality years ago to being very process oriented in my thinking, very systems based. Right. How can I create a daily system that's going to produce growth? How can I create a daily system of work? What can my workload look like? What should my workload look like so that I can produce growth and produce results? And then once I fell, you know, further and further in love with that, it was it was so much easier to start gauging what those results should be in a certain time frame. Oh, that's so powerful, Dal. I feel like a better question is needed let's do it we you know like we better, like better questions right we I mean, do like, we do we on. like better questions so Dal, what is a better question we could ask ourselves um regarding this regarding this topic yeah i think um a kind of a broad one would be what's your definition of success um you know what is what is what is my definition of success yeah right and i also think that another another one is how is literally ask yourself how is my relationship with results hard in my life and hard work and hard work because it's a lot of times that's what that's what people don't want to be doing even though they that's where the most benefit comes from I'll, so i think the better question is what is your relationship with hard work what is your relationship there and i also think it, you could reflect on your daily um conversations uh with yourself and with other people around you um i'll, I'll tell you a telltale sign where somebody has an issue um, again, me, I have caught myself in this trap numerous times, even yeah. in the last year where, but again, error ridden thing, I catch myself and then I fix it. Right. And so, but, but a telltale sign that somebody's very results oriented only 
and they're really hyper focused on that and it's creating a problem is complaining. Okay. When when you're complaining, right? And what I mean by that is at the sign of an obstacle, um, when when something starts, you know, a, a hard situation starts to present itself, results oriented thinkers will start to complain because they're they're missing the boat. They're not realizing that that's a blessing. They're not realizing that this is part of the process. Obstacles are part of the process. This is just part of the journey. This is making me better. This is this is helping me, right? And so, one one surefire way to fix that and get yourself out of that trap is actually something that we're going to talk about or soon on the growth cast on one of the daily right. drips, which is um, inserting a butt. This is hard, but it's necessary. This is hard, but it's helping me. Right. Right. And, and, and inserting that, but the power of, but in, in right. Like, and also like, I, there's another magic word in Timic there. And again, I'll allude to this later, but it's yet, you know, I can't do this yet. Yet, again, this opens up the door to want to do more. This opens up the door to realize that there's so much more to be done. There's more possibilities. There's more options. There's more work. And again, you you come back to the work. You come back to the work. You're not focused on the result. You come back to the work, and you get lost in doing something different, something better, giving more effort, more focus. And now your attention's there, and it's not like, oh, I'm so much further away from what it is I want to do, right? where I want to be. Cause that's what you're really saying when you're complaining is like, Oh, I have this expectation that it was going to be super easy. And that like, there wasn't going to be things that popped up all the time. And it's just like, embrace those damn things. Like get excited about them. Cause they are what is going to produce a better you. They are what's going to produce all the victories and all the magic and all the awesomeness. And so literally just shift your mentality to go, man, I freaking am so grateful for these things. I can't do this yet, but I'm grateful for that because this problem's helping me figure it out, you know? So yet and but, they're magic words that help you get out of those traps and get back to process-oriented thinking and further away from results-oriented thinking. And again, you can come back to results-oriented thinking when your relationship's in a really good spot with the process. Right. But if your relationship's not really good with the process, my invitation would be, do whatever you need to ask these questions, reflect and figure out your relationship with these things, and then come back to results oriented thinking. Once you have a better relationship with those yeah, things and yeah. you'll really start to figure some things out. I love it. I love it. That's super powerful. Dallas, thank you so much, man. Thank you so much for this drip, um, for this extended cut, rather um, very, very good things and a great reminder to um, continue on working hard because that's where the most benefits come from. Yeah. Your result, what it is that you're working for, is the reason, is your why, but the biggest results and the biggest growing things that happen in your life come throughout that period of hard work. So I think that's a good reminder and another just great reminder to fall in love with the work, fall in love with the strategies, fall in love with the systems that you put in, fall in love with that process and the growth there. Is there anything you want to add as we wrap up here? Yes. Be careful about who you listen to. Now I'm and, and what, I, what I mean here is there's a lot of voices out there. You know, I'm just one, and I'm speaking to my own experience. Right. I think the best way that we can help is to speak to our own experiences, right? Like I can't tell somebody else how they feel or think, but I can tell you what I've been through. And there's a lot of stories being told out there. There's a lot of narratives about the good life, about, you know, results. Right. Um, be careful about who you listen to. 
right? And and what I mean by that is is there are some false narratives out there. There are some 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 approaches that you should have no business buying into. Um, and I don't know who those are. I'm saying that there, yeah. there's lots of voices. I'm yeah. not pinpointing any one specific thing. Um, but you know, gosh, like even I was the Kobe piece about waking up early and showing up to the gym. And like, that is the dream. It, it is the dream, my yeah. friends. It is the dream. Hard work is the dream. And for whatever reason, for whatever reason in the world we live in right now, it's almost become, it's almost become not very sexy hard work. It's like, we all want the results. We glamorize those things, but we don't glamorize like being dirty and sweating and crying and figuring it out. Like that is what we need to glamorize more. That is what we need more of. We need more attention on those things because those are the things that are powerful. Those are the things that produce. And so that's what I mean by be careful about who you listen to or what you're paying attention to. Don't get caught in that trap. That's not where the magic is. Those are byproducts of hard work. And if you are motivated by some of those things, that's awesome. And that will help. But that is not where your focus should be. Your focus should be on the work. And you'll be able to drive that Lambo if that's something that you want to do. That's awesome. When you get it, come pick me up and I would love to go for a ride. And I'm not downplaying. And I think it's freaking awesome. I'm motivated by other things, you know, in terms of results. We all have those MOs. That's great. But don't get it twisted. Those things are only byproducts of people who have fell in love with the work and we shouldn't fall in love with the work so that we can exit it one day. We should fall in love with the work so we can get better and better and better and better at it and load that garage up with some Lambos. If that's something that drives you produce or donate millions and millions of dollars to freaking charities across the world, whatever pushes you. That's great. Just work hard, man. You'll figure it out. I agree. I agree. Dallas. Thank you so much, man. This has been another extended cut episode here with Jackson and Dallas. If you um, haven't rated or reviewed Um, the podcast we definitely encourage you to do that for those of you that have given us a rating and left us a review we super appreciate it for those of you that continue to share the episodes um, we also appreciate that as well that's the only price we ask is to share the episodes so we can um, reach a larger audience dallas thank you again so much for your time this morning super appreciate you man hope you enjoy your trip Um, if you guys need anything or have any suggestions for us please reach out to us at the growth cast at multifamilymindset.com And we will get back to you as soon as we can. Have a great rest of your day, y'all. We super appreciate you. Take care.